Welcome to the second episode of the first podcast. Wow. You hear that, guys? We are past the first episode of the first podcast. We are past the first podcast episode jitters. How do you guys feel? I'm nervous, dude. It's my first podcast, so I'm nervous. Uh, I didn't think we'd make it this far. I know. Yeah, I thought this was a joke. Uh, we are joined by our hosts, uh, Daniel, Josh, Gabe, Chris, and I forgot the other guy, but uh, we have our first guest today. His name is Luke. Would you like to introduce so introduce yourself, my friend? What's up, guys? Luke Tyler here. Happy to be here. Honored. It's a great. I kind of just came on here so I can shamelessly plug my various sponsorships and promotions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anything what interesting? Are, what are some of these sponsorships? Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got G Fuel on there, 10% off by entering the code first podcast. And then I've got, uh, I'm trying to think of a brand that's canceled because it'd be funny, but my pillow, like, yeah, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Liddell actually personally sponsors me. He's actually taken, yeah. brand, so. not even Papa my John's. pillow, just Mike, Mike Liddell, <laughs> Papa John's. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Mike Liddell and Papa John's. I'm with uh, uh, I'm Burger King too. Who's that? Who, who, who was the, who was the NBA guy? Who was the uh, NBA guy who was racist? My, Myers Leonard. Oh yeah, no, that guy too. Sponsored by Myers Leonard. No, that old that older guy a couple years ago. Oh, he was like super racist. Ron Stewart. Ron Howard. I don't know. But yeah, everyone who's canceled sponsors me. Uh, the Star Wars got canceled. Yeah, that girl. Oh, I'm sponsored by the Weinstein Company too. Super happy about that. Wow, we have quite the, in, the famous individual on our podcast today. We are so happy to have you. But before we go into any topics, I feel we should, you know, look at what our audience members have said about the podcast. So let's let's go into that. So we have some criticisms of our hosts here. So let me go into it. So Chase. Some feedback on you is that for some no reason, reason everyone's saying that. Well, no, everyone's saying that you sound like you're talking sexy. underwater half sexy. the time. That sounds sexy. No, you, you <laughs> sound like you're <laughs> underground. So, oh. yeah, everyone just criticized your mic, but other than that, you think everyone said you did fine. They said, "Wow, his mic sucks, but he's definitely the funniest and what I can tell sexiest member." Yeah, right. That was, that was actually that my was, feedback. I had said that. Yeah. Oh. Okay, um, for me, man, the amount of short comments I got over the past week, that that was a little a little discouraging, not gonna lie. They called um, you short? Yeah, it was just a, a barrage of hey, how short are you? Hey, you're pretty short. But I mean it was justified, you're really short, dude. Like You're yeah. so short, Daniel? I know, right? Didn't I definitely haven't heard Sorry, that for the past hundred times? 
But um, yeah, I wasn't like discouraged, but like it got to the point where I looked up like bone extensions in, <laughs> in the Waco area. I mean, not the, Waco, uh, the the local area, just yeah. to see like how much it would cost for me to get taller, just just by a little bit, just so my ego could. Yeah, I'll ship you some growth pills if you want to, man. Yeah, I got you. Oh yeah, like the the Flintstone, Flintstone. Yeah. Did you get some insoles? Yeah. Um, for Josh. Josh, Josh, Josh. Josh doesn't have any because no one cared about Josh. So, damn. Yeah. Uh, Gabe. Oh, it was Gabe had quite. He had three negative reviews. They said damn. talk too much and was too boring. Damn. Wait, actually. I need to see, <laughs> I need to, I need to see where these source. Where these? I need the source. <laughs> Undisclosed, undisclosed. Can you disclose? I feel like that uh, came from Daniel and Chris. (laughs) Their social media and their address on this podcast, please. Can you dox? Can we we dox our viewers? Each person who listens to the podcast, we're actually going to dox at the very end. (laughs) 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 We're gonna we're gonna give them a personalized thank you by listing their address. Uh, Hey, you 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 want a gift? Please send your address and phone number and social security number, and we'll send right over. Yeah. For Chris, Chris actually had the most reviews because everyone's like, yo, he hits what he doesn't talk very much, but he had like the most, you know, he's like, the, you know, the guy with like, the one liners and stuff. Like, everyone, like, Chris, you know, he did pretty good last episode. Hopefully, he can nice. keep it up. Nice. Yeah. What do you, I don't know, what do you guys think of the average podcast listener? Like, is like our, oh. I mean, our demographics are quite let's I just think- say, scaled. Average podcast listeners are pretty cringe, but uh, our podcast listeners are pretty based, dude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they definitely, uh, <laughs> your first uh, podcast listener, you're based, right? I would definitely say there's two types of podcast listeners. They like the academic, and there's just like Joe Rogan douchebag. I think Joe Rogan ushered in a new age of podcast listeners that aren't the best. Really? Yeah. I think aren't that, you uh, Joe... quite the podcast listener, though? Yeah, but I'll, but I'll I'll listen to like like A twenty four has a um a podcast series out that's really cool or there's one where they like dissect albums, but people listen to like Joe Rogan has basically yeah, he's like dominating the podcast. He says it was a podcast probably listens to Joe Rogan nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of created a monopoly, or maybe it's just the people I talk to. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's probably the people you talk to. <laughs> what are you trying to say, this? Daniel? Um, that you're pretty based. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the compliment, so, bro. <laughs> um, Bob, is there anything else that you do, I guess, that we could talk about? Me? No, I'm joking. We all, we all know why you're here. You are the fashion guru in the upcoming college scene. As we all know, we are fellow college <laughs> students. You know? That's good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like, like, oh, like and we've we've been through college for the first one and a half semesters. We've seen people try a bunch of new outfits. Do you have any impressions or just thoughts on what people have, you've seen people wear? I guess I don't know if it's the school that we're at. I think it is kind of part of it, like the demographic of the people here. But the outfits here are atrocious. It's about like nine and a half to point five of bad to good outfits. You know. Because a lot of people here have money, 
but money doesn't always equal uh, fashion, you know? People wear those. I think one of the worst things that are still popular nowadays is those Gucci slides. I think those are just like one of the nastiest things you could ever put in your feet. So seeing people walk around with those is pretty, it's pretty tough to see. They'll wear like. Have you ever actually seen any Gucci slides? Have you like seen any on campus? Oh, yeah. Like people wear them to the dining halls or they'll wear them with like, um, like gym shorts and like, uh, under Armour shirt, and then they'll try to just tie it all off with the Gucci slide. That's man. our podcast listeners. Don't insult them. <laughs> I love that outfit, actually. It's actually what I wear every day. It's a base. It's a base outfit. No, yeah, but I think uh, the girl, there's some girls who have some great fashion, but I also think the kind of trend right now is to follow trends. Like, every day there's a new different thing. Like, Doc Martens are super popular, or like, uh, sweater vests are super popular. And so, mm. I feel like a lot of people just wear what they see on TikTok, which I think has a huge influence. How do you feel about the people who wear like the oversized shirts and then like shorts under? Like girls? Or even guys? Uh, it's a cop out, you know, but I think that um, I'm a big function over fashion guy. So, I mean, if you're just going to the dining hall, then it makes sense. You know what I mean? But if you're going to a party with Lululemon shorts and an oversized sorority shirt, then you need to re- reevaluate your life. Mm-hmm. Yo, Josh, Gabe, Chris. I know that you guys have online school, but what is what is the typical fashion game that they have on Zoom meetings? Pajamas. Yeah. I don't see anything else, or or I don't see anything at all because most people have the cameras on. Yeah, no cameras. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah, I just feel like if I like see someone like walking around in pajamas to class, like that's just atrocious. Like there was tons of people in my yeah. high school really? who, like, wear, who would like wear pajamas to like class every single day, and I'm like, like what is happening in your life? I hate that. Decision. And the reason why? Why? What's so wrong with them? No, there's anything wrong with them. It's, it's like why wear like pajamas like in daily life? Like it's like. It's like they're doing no effort on purpose. It's kind of being like, hey, like, what's up? I really don't care. Like, I'm so laid back and chill. Just like, shut up, you know? Yeah. That's how, that, that, it's the same way, like, how I feel about slides. Like, I just think the whole, like, I think slides are the worst things you can put on your feet. You know what I mean? Like, get some Birkenstocks or get some Crocs. But those, like, Nike slides, Adidas slides, Gucci slides, I think they're all really. What are, what are <laughs> uh, Rip and Dip slides, though? Those are okay, right? No, my, uh, my, my rip and dip slides, you, you like those, right? No, yeah, no, for sure, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> super yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got the cat on it. Oh. No, but yeah, um, there's a lot of work to be done. But then, but then at the same time, there's a large uh, majority of people who like just don't care and are just going purely off function. And so like, it's understandable. I'm not going to be pretentious and be like, oh, you're not wearing a full outfit every day. Oh, that's, I feel like the people who criticize others, just like for the sake of criticizing, it's also pretty, a little yeah. weird. It's like staying around boundary, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'll have observations about stuff, but there are very few things that I'll be like, you shouldn't wear that, you know what I mean? Because I think fashion mm-hmm. is literally just like figuring out what you like and seeing something that you think is cool and going basing your kind of outfit off of there you know what i mean yeah so. what i really like is like the uh 
the like I don't know if they're like the really funny t-shirts that like people wear unironically. Like what I mean no, by that me. is like uh, me. Uh, <laughs> no, like not like ironically wearing them, but like the people who you're like, yeah, I could like see them defending what's on that shirt. Like I was like at the dining hall the other day and I saw this dude who was like I only kneel for the flag, and I and then yeah. I only stand for Christ. Yeah, those, like, those, those are awesome. <laughs> those are like, or like all the like really pro Texas ones. Always yeah. like, or like all the like. Have you ever gotten those like really weird like specific targeted ads where it's like I was like the t-shirts that are like I was born in May and I'm like a construction worker <laughs> and like all that. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I think there's a whole genre of shirts. It's hard to explain. Like shirts you wouldn't even get at Walmart, you would get at like a gas station or something where it'll have like a girl smoking and she's like in a bra and she's got like a wolf behind her or something. It's like super, just like the people who wear it unironically are are on a different level. You know what I mean? To have the confidence to wear a I only I only kneel for the what does it say? <laughs> that was, that, I think you mix up. I only kneel for Christ and stand for the flag. Oh, yeah, I might have mixed it up. I might have mixed yeah. it up. Yeah. And so being able to wear that unironically is just a whole – it's either a whole level of confidence or a whole level of um, – they have to have it's no cringe. clue what's going on. Yeah. Like uh, I saw like another T-shirt where it's like the front said like, yeah, I'm pro-choice. And I was like, oh, okay, like <laughs> it's pretty cool. And then the bag just like had a list of guns and it was like pick one nice <laughs> and i was like yeah. oh that, that's a base t-shirt or people who are like yeah i support lgbt and it's like um something and guns and bacon and trucks <laughs> oh yeah oh it's like yeah. lgs guns bacons and trucks i'm just like what do you gain from that you know True. <laughs> yeah, I, have, like, I have i have about three or four of those shirts but i mean still it's like that's my entire wardrobe it's like, like the i guess it's like the present version of people used to wear like band t-shirts of like grunge rock bands or death groups oh, like, the, like the nirvana shirts or the, yeah but this those. year it's this is like oh i'm a discord admin i'm just gonna wear a shirt like that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you know what uh i used to wear all the time as like a little 10 year old was the like oh just one more game t-shirt so oh like, those are the best <laughs> yeah <laughs> or the one that's like sister for sale like it was really like anti-sister anti-parents it was like Oh yeah. Does anyone want my sister? She's she always plays my video games and drinks my Mountain Dew. You know. I never got who. I don't understand the demographic for that. Those T-shirts. It's like thirteen-year-olds, just like video gamers on Call of Duty. They'd be like, "This is sick." This is sick, bro. This really represents the hashtag gamer lifestyle, dude. Yeah. I want the world to know I'm a gamer. I don't know. Fashions changed a lot. Like back then, there's just no boundaries. Like 2013, 2014, like uh. New York fashion specifically is just like super crazy to me because that's when like um y'all know that font where it's like the dripping font it'll be it'll say like trill or it'll be like weed and it'll be like dripping font and I I just think it's so cool because like no one cared back then there's no criticism everyone just wore whatever they want but now with like TikTok mm-hmm. and stuff I think people feel so confined to wear what other people will recognize because they just like the main reason a lot of people. Like dress up or try to do stuff is just to get the attention of other people to be like, hey, look at me. Like I also am on TikTok with you, other young people, and understand the current trends. You know what I mean? For so sure, we have to sure. we gotta move away from that yeah. and just wear. We gotta start wearing like uh those sister for sale shirts again or the game <laughs> shirts again. Start wearing the troll yeah, face comics. It's a, it's yeah, a mode yeah. of resistance. I think you bring back is like galaxy print stuff. 
like galaxy hoodies and snapbacks and stuff that would just be great to bring back yeah i want to bring back the minecraft merch oh dude the minecraft hoodies awesome yeah that'd be Uh, great when i was was in fifth grade i had a small hoodie dude (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious i I was like mom can i please buy the small hoodie i just want i just want pewdiepie merch so bad i thought just like having a pewdiepie shirt would be the coolest thing not a Minecraft hoodie. <laughs> you know, like, the one where, like, you zip it all the way up. Yeah, it's the Creeper, it's like, right? It's, yeah. Dude, yeah. that's where that's where Bape got their idea from. I'm for real. I know, for real. Bape shark told hoodie. that, Shark hoodie was ripped off from the Creeper full zip. <laughs> dude, like, that was a big thing. Like, the full zips, actually, though, in, like, 5th and 6th grade, then, like, full zips with everything. I know, right? Kids, like, put them on, and then they, like, run around and, like, do the Naruto run with the arms behind their backs. Yeah, and then not be able to see like smash into a wall. Uh, yeah, I was that kid. I was that kid. It explains a lot. But Minecraft's still big. Like I went to this I went I was hanging out with this girl and I went over to her place and she had like Minecraft bed sheets. It was awesome. I was like wow. Wait, wait, actually? What? Was, yeah, no, it was like um I think it was just like the dirt block, you know what I mean? Like it had dirt and then it had like the the texture pack of the green on top you sure she didn't just take a dump on her bed yeah i smelled it and i was like i think this is real this is not uh didn't take a dump yeah, I think it was minecraft texture yeah, it's really it small though because it's meant for like 10 year olds but still it's pretty cool to see wait so you visited 10 year old wait when was this no like last this semester i just i was like hanging out at her place and she had bed sheets and they're really small bed sheets wait, so you visited a 10 year old girl <laughs> no there's a girl at our school and i'm saying she had the sheets but the sheets are very small because they're designed for 10 year olds oh okay danny you gotta get your head out of the gutter man i don't know what you're thinking about dude (laughs) it's called creating content that's all you gotta get that fill in the the story give me give me cancel yeah i'm gonna lie and cancel you just for the podcast (laughs) yeah like like clickbait start clickbait on the podcasts all right, the title of this is We Find Out Luke and a 10-Year-Old Girl. Oh my It's goodness. like Luke Exposed. <laughs> Luke exposed. Yeah, dude. We, we, gotta, we gotta usher in a new age of uh, podcast clickbait. That'd be dope. Do they have podcasts? I feel like podcasts are so long that like yeah. you can't clickbait it. It's just like all the like YouTube like five-second clips of just like Clickbait. Yeah, like, it'll be like ten minutes and one second, so they can monetize it. And they'll be I mean, like, none of us are interesting enough to get clickbait. It's like, yeah, you don't have enough. Speak for interesting yourself, features. Speak for yourself, dude. I've been clickbaited multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all feel about babies? I I just like thought about this the other day. I'm just like, you ever like wonder how like language was constructed? Right, of like if you put like a baby in like a white like science room and you just like leave it there or like leave it with another baby, like what would occur? You know what I'm saying? Well, like there's all that feral child stuff, like that one girl, her dad like chained her to a chair in this dark room for like 12 years and she like because she didn't have any vocabulary, she couldn't talk, so she was just like had the, had the mental capacity. This is probably like the one article I've read in like three years, but it was like this girl who was trapped with her parrot for like five years. And when they let her out, she could only speak parrot. 
I don't know. If parrots For real. Don't, don't parrots speak English, though? I thought that was the bird who, like, could speak English to you. So you just say parrot but, sounds? Like, she make parrot sounds or what? Yeah, like the, the chirps and noises. Interesting. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if, if, I'm kind of curious, like, if each of you guys had a kid, what would you, like, what's the first thing you would try to teach you? Just, like, out of curiosity, I guess. Because, like, their their minds are so malleable, right? Uh-huh. How you, uh, you, you having a kid soon, Daniel? Or what's with the question? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm a... Theoretically, if your girlfriend is pregnant, what would you guys do? Uh... <laughs> just theoretically, just wondering. All I'm saying yeah, I... is that... Go ahead. Definitely red pill my kid, dude. <laughs> First... Radicalize it. All right, Gabe. You cannot teach your you cannot teach your kid to play Among Us. Okay, it's not that. <laughs> I definitely radicalize him from an early age, dude. <laughs> no, but let's let's hear. It. Let's go around the table here. What would you guys teach your kid? First thing. I feel like what you teach your kid, like the first thing you teach your kid, is pretty important. You probably set them for life. You know? what, what would you do, Daniel? You're the host. Start us off. Oh, I would just make my kid. Listen to like the most horrible things just to see how you would turn it or she would turn it. Yeah. I don't know if you should be having a child anytime. Too. Yeah, I don't think you should be having a child. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna I abuse like, my child so he knows that like, it I'm doesn't honest, it hurts. Do you think I feel like the first child should be like your experiment? Like, this, like, Probably. when you're having your, <laughs> what. You should definitely like, not. Have you don't know what you're talking about. He's like, we should probably put class experiments on our firstborn. We should be allowed to do that. Yeah, the first child is uh, expendable. The uh, second yeah. child, uh, I <laughs> That's so terrible. No, trust me, I was the firstborn child, so I think I turned... Makes sense, bro. Fun, right? It makes you're sense, yeah. Uh, so, da- so, Danny, <laughs> what, what so-called experiments would you... No, I'm your... saying... Oh, okay, like, yeah. real talk. I'm thinking... Because, like, no, unless you adopt a child, do you really know how to, like, raise a kid? Other than... It's, it's not right? Well, you learn as you go. Yeah, so experience. No, I think that what you're trying to say is that, like, parents are more experienced the second child around, so they have a better sense of, like, obviously how to raise them and things. Yeah, but... So I would make my first kid... You don't go as far to ...experience the worst things so that 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 my second kid... Like, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, no, I'm not. Okay, just throw it out. He's saying he wants to traumatize his firstborn so his secondborn knows what it's like. Let me see how far I can drop my baby from. See, he's putting all he's putting all his money on the second kid, bro. <laughs> Yo, this was my training child, so yeah. Uh, can I throw this one away afterwards, dude? Uh... <laughs> yeah, but you forget how you like you said yourself, like kids are so malleable. So even stuff like like when you're growing up, you think you like do things that aren't that big of a deal to you, but then like the kid growing up, like you're doing work and the kid's like, hey, can we go like play catch? And you're like, no, I'm busy. Sorry, I'm in a league game. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in a yeah, Among yeah. Us. I'm in an Among Us tournament. I just placed like I stay in, you know what I mean? Gabe, Gabe, so... when you have a child, Gabe, you have to put down Among Us for like, a, a yeah, good you know, amount of time. You know, kid among like, us I know it's going to be tough, Gabe, but like, you, you, know, you need to put your child above Among Us. Like, it's... You, know, yeah. you can dress him up as you probably. Yeah, I can, I can tell just, now that Gabe's exactly. trying to be a trendsetter. Trend the best of both worlds, Gabe. Just buy a child like a you know, among us, like crib. <laughs> like among us, crib. Like all the crewmates are like hanging around. Just have a bunch. You have a bunch of kids. 
you have a bunch of kids, like eight or nine kids, and just do a real life like Among Us. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> you're like, all right, son, you're the imposter. Uh, that'd be kind of fun, actually. That's that's a good that's a good experience. Yeah, it's a good family. You're your own child, and you're like, sorry, I'm the imposter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, if you're gonna so-called like make mistakes with your kid, you always want to be careful because. Like your childhood kind of form, your child, yeah, your child kind of childhood kind of forms who you are. So even if it's like a fleeting moment of like your dad being mean to you, you're always gonna remember it. So you're like, oh, my dad's kind of a jerk. Yeah, a lot of that is like subject formation too, like stuff we don't even remember. Yeah, it's like subconscious. Yeah, yeah. Like the relationships you create with people later on in your life are formed from your parents because that's the first relationship you had. There's this dude named Freud. I don't know if you heard of him, but yeah, bro. he's pretty spot on. <laughs> pretty, pretty based. Dude, have y'all ever what seen is... Sigmund Freud's mom? Dude. What? You, you would think because like he always talks about his relationship with his mom that like she would be a somewhat like good looking woman, but she is Isn't his theory that like you're like the sons are more attracted to their moms or something? And then yeah, it's like the, the Oedipus Oedipus complex. complex. He didn't come up with that, did he? I don't know if he came up with Oedipus Complex, but the idea that, he like... He came up with the Oedipal Complex, yeah. Yeah, you, like, despise that, your father. Well, no, the... I thought that... Yeah, that you despise your father and, like, want to have sex with your mother. Yeah, it's and like... Then, a, it's, it's like rivalry of the same sex and then sexual, like, desire for the opposite sex. Yeah, that's why, like, a lot of times guys will date girls that look like their mom. Oh. Um, yeah. Was that, like, a personal experience? <laughs> he, yeah, <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm saying, that. dude. No, but that, no, no, that's a real thing, though. Like, yeah, I think. Oh, are you going through that right now, like, yeah. Okay. That's... How do you know it's a real thing? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not that, are you speaking from experience, bro? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not speaking from experience. <laughs> not, not, uh, yeah. not personal. Not personal. But that's one of those. That's one of those subconscious things you're talking about, Chase. Like, if your mom's really loving mm-hmm. and she's real nurturing, then you're gonna look for that in women. But if your mom's like, um, super cold and stuff, then you're gonna have a tougher yeah. time talking to girls yeah. because. You're raised, or you'll have uh, mommy issues, and you'll be like looking for a nurturing mother because you didn't have it growing up. I don't know. It all relates and returns back to mom. Okay. Yeah, for real, it's crazy. That's why you have to be careful you're raising a child because everything you do leaves an impact. You know. Yeah. What if you too nice to your kid? Is there? We just. Oh god, good. I know, good, good. What if you? What I. Well, then what's, like, the boundary? Is there, like, a middle ground? Like, what if you're too nice to your kid? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you can't be, like, too careful to where you don't let them experience life. Like, those kids who, like, homeschool kids where they're super, like, over-nurtured and so they're just, like, have no scope of reality. So it's definitely a middle ground where you have to be able to, like, discipline your child but not, like, create a harmful relationship with them. Yeah, I think... I think yeah. the perfect middle ground is uh, chaining my child to a chair and creating another feral child. <laughs> yeah, to do a feral child. It's a good idea. Mm. Well, I think part of that is just, like, freedom and letting like the child experience things for himself. That's, that's also like part of learning. Yeah. Like, like I, I know like one of my friends, like he didn't get a phone until the second year of college. No way. What? Yeah. Like it's still, like that level of strictness is like. It's a bit much. Yeah. So here I got like, I got a I got a oh, go ahead Chase go ahead. Oh yeah, like someone I knew in like high school, their parents would only let them watch G movies. Nice. Like they couldn't watch anything, like even PG. Their parents were like, "No, we need to watch it together." Yeah. It's like you're. Because I I'm all for, 
like including your parents and all things so it's not sneaking around and stuff and you're just like honest but like that's way too far like my cousins weren't allowed to watch wizards of waverly place because my my <laughs> aunt and uncle were like like sorcery it's really bad like you don't want to it's like evil stuff and so it's just there's a there's a middle ground and so i was gonna ask um if your kid comes up to you and they're like hey um i just want to be honest with you i'm gonna go drink i'm gonna go to a party and drink what would your reaction be to that would you shun them and be like no drinking's bad or would you be like heck yeah go for it i feel I mean, like it depends on one yeah. they're like 16 17 like high school I feel like the you'd have to stat like before. It just depends on like what rules you established as a yeah. family. I guess you know what I mean. What what ground rules you have? Also, like how experienced. How am I gonna say their first time versus their fortieth time is a good indication? But I feel like whether they've experienced it or not is a good idea. Yeah, whether it's like well, yeah, I think what you're saying that like it, it realistically that wouldn't or that shouldn't be like the first time you have that talk, anyways. Yeah, like I'm sure up up to that point you would already have like established certain like not like specific rules but kind of general guidelines. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's the best way to go about it because like with my parents, the way they did it is they're like alcohol is really bad. Like you will die if you drink alcohol. It's like they would like die. drink wine and they'd be like, now I'm a, I'm a fully grown adult and I'm only having one glass. And so there's like a good balance, but I think kids are going to be kids like i've never drank before still just because i don't like it but like kids are going to be kids and so i'll definitely just be like hey you're in high school now you're probably going to drink tell me about it so you're safe you know what i mean because if yeah, you just try no, to get the problem that. then it's going to become worse because they'll think they're really bad or something like that you know yeah i think that's the balance that is like more finally it's one thing to like have like to, you know tell your kids about it and like try to instruct that it's another thing though like when parents literally try to stop their kids from like drinking like or like getting into situations where they drink yeah yeah i think it's like it's up to a certain point like you can't really control whether they i mean kids are gonna do can. kids are gonna yeah, do exactly. what they they're gonna like they're gonna drink anyways like but yeah. it's your job to you know like parent them in the right way yeah. so they at least be responsible about it and for sure yeah that's, uh, that's yeah. definitely the best way to go about it i think because people yeah. will be like oh like i smoke weed with my mom and i'm kind of like that's a little <laughs> bit weird because <laughs> then, then it creates this relationship where y'all like besties and so she has no authority over you which i mean i think every child should have some certain level of respect for their parents so when you're like yeah. line up a joint with your mom it's kind of like i mean it all depends it but, that step step yeah 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 it kind of creates that like oh she's like my sister like i can talk to her however i, I want like to that, and, yeah. yeah but there's a balance you can be yeah. like go ahead no but yeah i think like the worst, the worst thing that I think a kid could have, like growing up, is not being self-aware, like just being arrogant and cocky, like as a person. Like I know when I was growing up, like I tried, like it's so hard to make friends with those kinds of people, um, and they have like no regard for like being nice to to like someone who's shy or something like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I hope to raise a kid that's not like that. Not yeah, for sure. <laughs> I I think where that I comes like from, me. I think a big thing, part of that is like sports and like competitive. Um, stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> like if the kid's like a good, if he's talented at the sport, and with dad or whatever, like wants to live through the kid, like he wanted to play football when he was younger, but he sucked at it. 
So he makes him real arrogant, like, you're the best. Like, yeah, you're like, you're such a good player. You're better than all these kids. And like, it's good in the moment because it makes them play better. But they grow up with this sense of uh, cockiness that's super toxic and no one wants to be around. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I definitely yeah, think I that the biggest, the biggest thing is like the respect, just being like, hey, other people have feelings too. You're not this like supreme being, the whole God complex stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sports dads are yeah. definitely. Uh... A little weird. You see the uh, Bronny James just because he's LeBron James' son. People just they they can talk trash to him. And there's videos of like forty year old dads just trash talking this like fifteen year old kid, just like mercilessly oh, just like, roasting him. Every little thing like, he does. Like comment on Instagram is like your 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 dad's not the yeah. greatest player of all time. <laughs> well, like that Julian Newman kid. People always like this kid is terrible. It's like bro, you have like three kids. You're fifty four years old. Like chill out. You know <laughs> It's pretty crazy. Yeah, like yeah. their family will be more successful than the eighty-year-old dads on Instagram complaining that he ah. can't dribble too much. Oh yeah, bro. It's just all like jealousy. This is kind of off topic, but it's the same stuff as like TikTok stars. Like people hate TikTok stars. People hate like Charlie D'Amelio and like Addison Ray. But it's just like, yeah. Oh they're mad. As, they're mad. It's not them. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I yeah, do I, not get that. I like, do don't not, get like, me wrong. Yeah. You don't, don't get, get the hate, wrong, or you like, don't get how they're famous. No, I don't, like, I understand how they're famous. Like, yeah. it's pretty easy to get famous on TikTok now, but, like... Oh, really? Like, I don't understand the hate. Like, people just hate on them to hate on them. Like, so it's a cringy. trend or something. Like, so, I don't... Yeah, like, I, the... Go oh, go ahead, Daniel. Oh, I was gonna say, like... Like, there's nothing... Like, personally, I, I don't really, like... I don't really like the TikTok stars either. I just don't like the whole culture or anything. But, like, the people that are, like, hating on it, just like, oh, it's so easy. Well, then you do it. Like, you're going to, like, it's it's such a dumb, like, proposition saying it's the same thing as, like, they're successful because it's, yeah, like, it's just so dumb. Yeah, people see, like, you know, like, that one art, it's like three, it's like a a canvas that has three cuts through it. And people are like, bro, I could do it. And it's like, okay, but you didn't do it. Yeah, or like the the one, what was it, that painting with the banana? Yeah, it's banana taped to the wall. Yeah. People are like, this is so, they get, like, visceral reactions. They're so ticked off. Yeah, they get, like, red their their blood just infuriated because that's crazy and so like charlie d'amelio has like four million likes for doing the renegade and people are like what like this is outrageous like what the heck it's it's a 15 year old girl yeah like this it's a teenage girl girl's gonna be like that regardless if nba football player star 23 comments on their tiktok or not you know what i mean (laughs) i know I, I just don't get it. Like, why? If if it's so easy, like the pro, the whole proposition of saying something is so easy is that you can do it. Like, yeah, it's, you it's a cop out argument. To do it yourself. Like, yeah. No, the so worst dumb. was um, like when she hit a hundred billion, a hundred million on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like, and there, there, she did like a YouTube video where she was sitting down, and um, it like was a viral clip. I don't know if you guys saw it, but she was like. Yeah, it would be nice to get to reach like a hundred million. Followers. Oh yeah, the the so like a year like, after I reached like ninety five million, and then yeah, she she's like, like, and she got like a shit ton of hate for saying like, oh, you're not thankful for your followers, you're canceled, you should apologize. Like shit, like that is just so stupid. Yeah, that's cringy. Like I don't yeah, understand. Just- well, that's kind of the way it's always been. I, mean, I feel like it's heightened on like TikTok. Like they're so oh, yeah. they're so scrutinized for like anything like literally anything at all i mean i guess that's kind of the way it is in general right now but yeah tiktok is so intimate like 
half of if you're on TikTok, like half of TikTok, half of the content is the comments itself. Like when you see a video, like on YouTube, like people read the comments, but on TikTok, the comments are part of the are part of the appeal. You know what I mean? Because it's so just like yeah, you, yeah. you get the yeah, same yeah. thing. And so when it's like Charlie D'Amelio or whatever, people are able to just be like, "Oh, she said this tiny, tiny, or she didn't put her mask on immediately after she walked outside of this restaurant. She is a terrible human being." Because they're just so easy. They're such easy targets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I how do you guys feel about crazy. like? Oh, go ahead, Jack. Oh, I was just gonna say like that's also just part of media in general. Like it's, oh, it's yeah, it's no longer like just about the story. Like some stories are written just about the response just and like the comments. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, like back in the response to these events. Yeah, yeah, like back in the nineties, like with Princess Diana and stuff, half of her appeal was how much the media like attacked her. Or like with Britney Spears, she was like going through all that mental health stuff and the and the media was like, She's out yeah. of her mind, like she's so crazy, she shaved her head, she's an idiot, which caused yeah. her to like mm-hmm. go mental. Same with Kanye, bro. That's a whole other topic, but like part of the reason oh, Kanye God, so Chase not here. Is, yeah, that he'd be like <gasps> sweating and stuff. It's just like he gets crucified mm-hmm. in the media, so of course he's gonna be made out to be this villain character. You know what I mean? Yeah. What were we saying, dude? Oh no, I was just gonna ask, like, like how do you guys? I, I was gonna ask about cancel culture, like, mm. like sure. there's so many cons to cancel culture, but like in some cases it could be like a good thing, like when the whole Me Too movement happened and, like, actors were getting outed for, like, sexually mm-hmm. assaulting other people, like, yeah. that's good. That's, like, the good side of cancel culture. But, like, if yeah. if someone does, like, if an influencer or something does something so small, like, not putting a mask on after you're leaving a restaurant yeah. and you get canceled, that, like, that just makes the whole social media community entirely toxic. Yeah. Um, sure. I think with cancel culture, like I wouldn't call. Uh, I think that co- people have used co- cancel culture as such an umbrella term that they confuse it with criticism, and so with the mask thing, like people were like, "Oh, like Charlie D'Amelio isn't wearing a mask at this restaurant, but she's still getting like millions of views." I think cancel culture is when your career is done for. Like Harvey White was canceled, Kevin Stacey like you can't come back that. from it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But people are like, "Oh, cancel culture like ruined Trump." But he's the most talked about figure like ever. You know yeah. what I mean? So I wouldn't call it cancel culture. Yeah. Cancel like you'll never see Kevin Spacey in a movie again. Harvey Weinstein will never make a movie again. Uh, these Twitch streamers that groom little girls—they're never going to be on Twitch again. So that's canceled. But when it's something like um, uh, criticism or people are like cancel Goya Beans because Trump endorsed them, people get so mad about it. But that's not cancel culture because Goya Beans is still going to be in business and just be just fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was, that was a good distinction, but I feel like I feel like even with cases that are like generally canceled, like there are some people who can still like, yeah, I don't know, like come back from it or like. So Probably I don't know if that's really, it. yeah. Like I don't know if you guys know the artist like Slow Tie. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Rapper. yeah. But like he like had a, he was like canceled, like canceled, canceled. Yeah. But then he kind of he still can't, he's still making music and now he's kind of flipped his image or not completely. Yeah, it's like that, where it's like even if you are canceled, like sometimes it's not. Yeah, doesn't time mean. is definitely a factor, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if y'all know. Asap Bari and Ian Connor. Asap Bari does V Lone, and Ian Connor does those Revenge Storm shoes, yeah. like with the lightning bolt. And they both have like pretty much confirmed rape allegations. Like there's a video of Asap Bari like kind of being wrong to a girl, but he's still raking in like crazy money. And so I think yeah, it just it, it, it depends on um, the culture you're involved in, because like young people. Our super, our generation is super like, doesn't care, doesn't believe it, or whatever. 
And so then that kind of carries over into every aspect of cancel culture. It's just like, who's the one doing the canceling? You know what I mean? Like 15 year old girls aren't going to cancel Charlie D'Amelio. You know what I mean? But like Hollywood can cancel Harvey Weinstein. So it's kind of a matter of who's doing it. What do you think about it, Gabe? What's your take on cancel culture? You asked the question, I feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you put it pretty well. Like, also, one thing I think is like, like whoever's getting canceled, it's like how much they actually care about their public yeah. image. Like, they feel like you could get, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you could get canceled, but like, if you don't care and you like continue doing what mm-hmm. you like, whatever you're doing, like, eventually the people who are following you or whatever, like, they'll continue to listen to you if you're like an artist or something. So you'll like still profit from it. But yeah, yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's like how much you care and how much your audience cares. Yeah, I think when you make such a huge deal about it, it becomes your image. Like with Shane Dawson, like Jeffree Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like all these makeup, yeah. they're like, they said like the N-word, which is bad and they should be held accountable. But when they create like four apology videos and they delete all their pictures, no one remembers the stuff they did before that. Everyone knows them because of that stuff. Like like it goes on the, it goes on mainstream media and so instead of it just being between them and their followers it becomes what their what their public image is you know what i mean yeah but i mean at that point like like wasn't he like um wasn't shane dawson like grooming little kids too or like wasn't he somehow affiliated with like abusing minors or something like that yeah, I don't know. He was a pretty sketchy dude. There's like old videos of him doing blackface and stuff, which is pretty telling. Of him. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's some weird videos of him like grooming his cat. For yeah, there's that weird bestiality stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, like at but like at okay. So you were saying like that affects your that becomes like your reputation. Yeah, I feel like that's like a good like that's a good example of what cancel culture can do yeah. because that's like, an effective cancel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it tells other influencers, like, "Hey, if you do shit like this, like, it could seriously yeah. ruin your life." Yeah, I think in like cases like that, there's no, there's, I couldn't be like, but he makes really good content. He should. You yeah, know you I mean? can't defend him. Yeah. But when it comes yeah. to someone like Charlie D'Amelio, she's probably trying to get canceled like twenty eight times, or whatever. And you can, and that, and those yeah. just kind of fade into oblivion because they're not like career defining. But when it, when it becomes such a huge deal, that's when yeah. cancel culture becomes effective. But I think people just use use cancel culture as such an umbrella term, like. Oh, she didn't wear a mask. Like she's canceled, but everyone's still gonna watch her. You know. You guys hear like yeah. they're trying to cancel David Dobrik right now because of, yeah, um, like yeah. he pranked one of his friends, um, and convinced him he was gonna make out with like this hot girl, but it ended up being like a forty-four-year-old man. Uh, yeah. You guys have any thoughts on that? People well, saying against that. Wait, what'd you say, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like, why, why are people getting mad at that? Like, what's the full story? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, 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 I would enjoy that. Why is he upset about yeah, that? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I saw I'm it with kidding. the man. I'm just kidding. I think no, it's because it's... Like, it's... Sorry, go ahead. I think it was, um, like, he, he, like, made a response video to it, like, years later, um, where he was talking about it on a different podcast. And he was saying, like, he didn't get notified, so he thought it was, like, some form of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, beyond, like, the tier level of a prank, and it became more serious than that. So people are trying to, like, cancel David Dobrik for being like that. It was, like, it, it, the guy kissing him was mixed into some, like, uh, 
like racism claims too. Like there are some bits that he was in. Yeah, like, like David's vlogs too. Yeah. yeah, I think there was also some things like David did like with him that were like, or like I never he talked about like some bits about like like the like watermelon jokes or stereotypes yeah, 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 or something yeah, yeah. like that. They also found like he was, offensive. He was in some like Vine back then. It was super unfiltered, so he's definitely in some vines that were super like, whoa, you know, like looking at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. With King Bodge and Jerry Purple yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, you know. Yeah. Like those but, guys are funny on Vine, dude. Oh, dude, those are the days, bro. Like, I won't say the any of the jokes back in the day, but like the, the jokes were just un. Like no one, no one was like, "This is not appropriate." Everyone's like, "Yes," and I think that was super bad, because like that just kind of normalized that stuff in culture. Yeah. Like when yeah. you have a uh, Rudy yeah. Manusco, he would do like um, Mexican skits where it's like him and his black guy, and there was like a KFC Taco Bell, and yeah. they're like, yeah. and they're like, they like dapped up, and they're like, yes, like, and so on service level, it's funny, but then it creates this subconscious social media culture of like, it's okay to make these jokes that I swear, like, minorities. yeah, all those, all those like famous viners, like, I feel like all of their vines were like somehow race related, oh, and dude. when people watch them. They were like, "Oh, this is pretty funny," but like looking back on it now, like that, you're right. It did kind of normalize, like, like that. Stuff, I, don't know, I feel like it was a, I feel like it was a ride off that 2012, 2013 emo, teenage phase everyone had of being like super edgy, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to be against. Uh, well, yeah, like dark humor used to be a thing, like to make those. Yeah, like, just like a huge. Yeah. Wave. And a big thing too is. All those vines are super hypersexualized, like with that um a man I can't remember I don't know her name last name Amanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like with Britney, uh can't remember her name either. But it was always like these same dudes and with these girls, and it was always like, Can I hit that though? You know, like super just like it, it made yeah. everything it made everything. I was gonna super, say it wasn't just it wasn't just racism too, it was like sexism too. Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it would be like yeah. when you want to have sex with a girl but she won't let you. And so then these little kids are like, oh, like that's funny to like force yourself on a girl. And so it just kind of like created this our generation has been super Dude, uh, like, like looking back on it now, like I would have never thought like like that's oh wait, this is just funny. This is a funny video. Like these guys are clever from I would have never thought to think like Wait, that's a little racist. Oh, yeah. Like that's kind of over the line. And so I, I think I, I'm one of the I'm one of the people that think it's kind of good with the whole political correctness. Like most people who are against political correctness are just mad because that's what that's their kind of humor, and so they're upset that it's not appropriate. But I think part of the appeal yeah. of that humor is that it's not appropriate. That people can be like, oh, it's not mainstream, so therefore it's funny to me. Like with the whole like Filthy Frank stuff. Like Filthy Frank was so yeah. big back in the day, and mm-hmm. same with like Idubs and Maximo and all that. But that was all super like whoa you know what i mean the stuff they would talk about was super heavy but back then it was just hilarious you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and so i'm kind of glad the times are changing because like i said like with the divine stuff it just creates a culture of like everyone's desensitized to everything there's no like respect you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure i was also gonna say like the, the overall i think the overall question of cancel culture is like it you know for all the things that it does wrong or gets wrong like is it still better overall that cancel culture exists rather than if it doesn't like does overall good outweigh the bad? Yeah, yeah. Um, we can go back to the the whole thing of like we. I guess we can write off a bit still on cancer culture, but just on who we want our kids to be. And I guess in the future, we could still go on that if you guys want. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah, on like, this? like Chris, like, do you have any? Like, do you want to just go around? Like, anyone has any other traits that like? Uh. Chris, he fell asleep. Chris, Chris, you awake? 
He's probably he's thinking of a one-liner. He'll never make yeah. it. He's like it's looking up one. funny jokes, twenty twenty-one. I think my. Um, I think, oh, go ahead. No, good, good. I would just say my main thing with my kid would just be like uh, self-awareness, like you said, Gabe. That's such a true thing. Because yeah. I you see it in kids my age. Like my roommate is really oblivious. Like he was, he like made this pizza and ate it in the living room, and then just like left it there and went to his room. And so that's, it's like I, I walk up there in the morning and it's, I walk in the morning just sitting on the table. I'm just like, is this like – and so I just, on surface level, it's like, oh, messy boys. But you got to think about like why does he do that? You know what I mean? It's because he's, he's, he's just shit. like – he's oblivious. You yeah, know that's what I mean? the shit that I'm talking about. Like, like understanding – I think for me, I, I don't know if it was like partially because I, I would consider myself more of an introvert than an extrovert, but like that makes mm-hmm. me more observant to like other people. Where? So like if I mm-hmm. if I do something, like like I'll see how other people react to it and I'll be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that. But like I don't yeah. want to raise a kid that's like would do whatever he wants and then doesn't care about how that affects other people because then that's not like a likable person. You don't yeah, make any friends of that. Impulse sure. control for sure is major. That's that, that was a problem I had when I was growing up. Like, I would just blurt stuff out in class, and I was like, but it's right. Like, why does it matter if I say it? You know what I mean? Or I'll, or I'll say something to a person, so, like, impulse, impulse control, being able to gauge, like, how, other feels around, how others feel. Yeah, like, read the room and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, emotional intelligence. Yeah, that's, like, exactly. that, that comes with time and just, like, being around people and having experiences. And so I think, like, it's super easy to just say yeah. whatever's on your mind because you think it's the right thing to do, but you got to have that kind of deeper thought. Yeah, for sure. I think I think also part of oh, maturing, right, yeah. it'll happen. Like, I feel like sooner or later, yeah. people get get that awareness. Yeah, over time. Yeah. For sure. I was just gonna, like tied yeah. tied into that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. I was gonna say like I think tied into that is like also like respectfulness. I think that's another thing. Like I always yeah. want my kid to be like you know I think that plays out like if you're living with other people like I think roommates like obviously but. I hate it. Also, just like I know, I notice it a lot. Like when, like when you have friend, like friends over, or like when you are a guest at someone's house, and like you see how they treat or like how they, you know, conduct themselves with other people. I, I would want like my, my child to be, like respectful and manners. not only just polite. Yeah, exactly. Just like like manners, like baseline. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like not leaving a mess when you're there, and like, you know, being respectful of other people's parents and yeah. yeah. that's just like there's no downside to those things like i have a friend if it's not his house he's gonna like trash the place like he's like gonna raid like my pantry and stuff and i love him but it's just super it gets obnoxious and so like there's a downside to that but having a personality where you kind of prioritize like respecting other people especially in their own house like talking respectfully to their parents like making not making a mess Mm -hmm. that's just like that should just be baseline knowledge like with my roommates like he'll just leave stuff out he'll like leave the trash out i'm just kind of like there's no downside to to having those manners you know what i mean yeah it should just be like baseline like you said baseline manners too one time my friend came over to my house and we're, we're like we're supposed to make like uh, a brunch for our grandparents the next day mm-hmm. so we bought like these you know the like french baguettes from trader joe's yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know if you had those like those are really good like we're, we're gonna Fire. make like like a bruschetta right for them because they love it mm-hmm. Dude, my friend, like, without even saying anything, he, he ripped oh, – there was an unopened bag. He ripped it open and, like, just took a handful of it and just ripped it off and started eating it. And just clueless, like, bro. <laughs> 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 I, it, I mean, it was, like – it's a little bit funny, but I was, I was so, like, infuriating. Like, yeah. When you, have stuff, when you have stuff planned and people that's, – that's probably 
uh, my biggest pet peeve is when people disregard your feelings and like priorities. Like if I make a plan and you're like, oh, let's go do this. I'm just like, bro, like I, I plan all this out for us. Just have that simple yeah. respect. So like if you're going to make a brunch for your sweet grandparents, don't yeah. eat the brunch. You know what I mean? It's like not exactly. that hard. Yeah. This all goes back to self-awareness. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. That's a good topic. Do you guys have like any pet peeves that you like? Pet peeves. I could go on all day. I could. I, I should make it. I should make a pet peeve podcast, like episode thirty-one. That's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands after taking the dump. Who wants to go first? Who has who has a a deep inflicted anger they have currently? I gotta think. Of, I gotta think of like my best one. Currently, I have one. You know, uh, recently I've been working out a bit and. Uh, there's just i don't know there's just this trend of people who like after they finish a set of like you know when they're working out or whatever they like stand you know you know like a ruby gym has like a a mirror Uh right just straight up just stand in front of the mirror like pull up their little flab of meat they have on their muscle and just start flexing it super hard and they (laughs) the worst thing is there's not like cool if you want to flex in front of the mirror that's cool and all but they've like they're making these noises. Mm. Like it's just, just so like distracting. Can you, can you make some of those noises for us? Can you, can you yeah, give us an example? <laughs> I know you're one of them, Daniel. Come on. No, that's not me. It's not something my child. I would never want my child to be like. But I just don't get the unnecessarily. Just need to do that, like. Yeah, I don't know. After you get a pump, you're just like a different animal. Dude, it's a power yeah. trip, bro. You're just like this primal being. You just can't help it. <laughs> Dude, it, no, it's, like, it's like a primal thing. Like you see the women around you, you're like, I have to like, you know how birds like fluff their fluff, fluff their yeah, feathers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You just have to yeah. like get that pump out, like show everyone what you just did to those crazy triceps and stuff. So it's kind of just you gotta too... let people know you're the alpha in the room. Yeah. I like, guess, yeah. Dude, what's the point? Of once what you be, once you become the alpha, Daniel, then you'll understand, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really. That's the problem. I'm too much of a beta. I need the transition. That's just a lack of self awareness again. Like genetic. I know. And so people are just like, but the issue is, yeah, the issue is the really buff guys don't do that. It's always the the redditor incels are like, oh, let me freaking (laughs) squeeze my twig arms just so I can flex to the other manly men in the room who don't care. I feel like this is why so many like um, newbies, like people that start out working out, have so much like self conscious, like like just self like. like self-esteem issues, especially when you go into the gym, because they'll be afraid that like, oh, I'm too small. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? But like, literally, no one cares. It's just the yeah. people who care too much about their self-image. That took me super long to get over. I, was, I like used to work out a lot before COVID. I said I need to get back on it. But I would go and I'd wear these shorts and like I'd wear like a baggy T-shirt and I look in the mirror. I'm like, bro, I look so pathetic. Like this is so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. All these girls are like lifting more than me. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking over, people are just like lifting. But you just have to understand that, like, it th- that guy doing that proves it. Like, everyone there only cares about themselves. Like, they they're not looking around, being like, "Who can I beat up in this gym?" They're just like, "Do I look sexy or not?" You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like everyone in the gym is trying to achieve their own goals. Yeah, like they're everyone in there is obsessed with themselves. It's not a matter of competition in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Get that. I, I, a, a gym. Uh, I'll just do a gym pet peeve. Sure. I hate when people finish their set and they sit on the bench on their phone. 
and it's like crowded. Oh, so they have like, like really bad back posture, and yeah, just... like you're waiting, or like you're waiting for the bench, and the dude's just like mm-hmm. sitting on his phone. He's like chilling on Snapchat, like doing streaks and stuff. It just drives me crazy. So dude, crazy. it all comes back to self awareness. I swear. Oh, like, dude, just... every yeah. every pet peeve I have is just people who are oblivious to their to their surroundings. Yeah. you know. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Like, um, I was gonna say something. I can't remember. No, go ahead. Josh, you got a pet peeve. I mean, if we're on the, I don't know if it's a gym. But I mean, I used to play. No, there's not. Play, no, it can be anything. Anything. Uh, I was just thinking, like, when I play, this is this is different. I was playing when I play basketball at the gym, like twenty four hour fitness. I hate the guys who just never pass. Oh yeah, dude. I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, do like the no, I know the basic one, stuff. But yeah, it's the same shit. It's always the dudes who have the worst jump shot. <laughs> finish the layup. <laughs> I just they never pass. Like no. 0 for 35 on the in the game. For sure. They'll they make one three and like all the like Yeah, oh, exactly. I, I kinda switched out though, low key. <laughs> it's usually older people trying to live out their hoop dreams, just being like Yeah, crushing like sixteen year old kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, the guy yeah. who didn't the high school like bench player who didn't get any offers now yeah, just lives cut. at the twenty four seven hour fitness. Yeah. Anyone want a one v one? Put money on it. How about you, uh, Chris or Gabe? Any particular pet peeves that make you a little angry? Um, I don't know. Dude. I think I don't know. That I don't know. Right now, all that's like in my mind as far as pet peeves go is like not being self-aware because I feel like everything mm-hmm. like comes back to that. Everything like, just ties back into that. Yeah. yeah, like you just like just like living in your own mind and not caring about what other people are like doing or mm-hmm. not worry about your surroundings yeah that's probably i i i realized my number one pet peeve is a uh, lack of sense of urgency a lack of urgency like when you have a when you have plans set and it goes back to self-awareness when you have plans set and people are late or you're trying to like go somewhere and they take forever or they're just like lounging around it's the yeah. worst it, dri- it drives me crazy and it's always when you're planning too right? oh dude always like you you ha- you're like meeting people, or you want to get somewhere before it closes, or you're telling tell- telling someone you'll go somewhere at some time, and the person you're with is just like, hold on, I gotta get in the shower. It's just like, bro, have some respect and awareness. Oh yeah. And no matter how many times it happens to me, I'll still respect someone's time. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that because it happens to me, but it just drives me. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. Honestly. It's the worst. I think another. It, I think it it still comes back to like self awareness. Oh yeah, Josh, you were saying like um, respect is like something you value a lot, and I think like being disrespectful in general is like something that I don't like to see. Like I yeah. I was thinking back yeah. to um, senior year when I was in theology and we had uh, Mr. Brown. Look, Mr. Brown is like. Uh... He's like a very like he can be super nice, but he can get triggered very easily and like become super angry. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember um, yeah. they all walked into class late, bro, and they didn't even acknowledge Mr. Brown. They just sat in their seat and like put their hoodie over, and yeah. Mr. Brown was just like staring them down as they walked into their seat. And um, he's like, he's like, "Why are you guys late?" And they like shrugged off his answer. And like he got super pissed off that, and like disrespecting teachers in general, or like people above you, like your parents or um, like your grandparents, or like some someone who has authority over you, like 
that just like gets me a little mad like how can you how are you oh, raised yeah. so badly that That's like you can't give the smallest ounce of respect to someone yeah disrespect well, to think, teachers is the worst yeah i'd say i mean just in, in general anyone who's like it adds an additional layer for people who are like helping you or like serving you like mm. teachers who are trying to educate yeah. you yeah even like servers at restaurants who are who are oh, there to dude. serve you food like people who treat the servers poorly yes bro. that's yeah. usually that's usually an older generation like my mom she'll be real snappy with them i'm like that's not gonna help anything like they're not gonna be like yeah. oh, yes i'll be faster because you're being a jerk to me you know what i mean yeah like even from a logical sense that doesn't help your case at all oh, yeah just for general respect like that i mean i know that that's like what people list off as like i mean rightfully so like as like a deal breaker if you're on a date or something like yeah like the person you're with like treats the waiter poorly it's mm-hmm. yeah it kind of shows it's what kind so of person true. that is yeah, yeah it's so true like it's you're so right josh especially if it's like someone who's like serving your like who's supposed to be of assistance to you and you're still giving them a hard time mm-hmm. like that's that's just like like what are you doing man it just yeah. it just comes from that sense of like well your your job is to serve me so anything i want goes you know what i mean yeah like the customer yeah. is always right type of stuff i hate that it's the worst like with the whole the whole COVID thing made it worse with the mask thing they're like oh i'm a customer i want to shop here like you need to let me in i have a medical condition <laughs> and it's just no like a mutual thing i have breathing yeah, problems i don't need to wear a mask oh it's the worst and it's gonna be it's gonna really suck now in texas people are gonna be like well greg abbott says i don't have to wear one so you gotta let me in you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. it's just a lack it's a lack of respect well, they're getting vaccinated though, so it's, yeah i got vaccinated today dude. it's crazy Wait, did Texas pass something like a mask mandate or like businesses are open? They, t- they, they yeah. released, they like turned off the mask mandate, I guess. Gra- Greg thing. Abbott said uh, no more mask mandate. And so it's up to yeah. the businesses really? if they want to do it or not. It's not required mm-hmm. anymore. Our, yeah, our school is crazy. still requiring it, but yeah. So I don't think Texas like still pretty bad as far as COVID. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have yeah. we have these little monitors around the area that wear these green vests. <laughs> and like if you sit at a table if you're like at lunch and you're not oh, eating they'll come up to you and be like you need to put your mask on or if you're so walking called, around we call them students call them the or one of the dining halls is called penland called the penland mask force it's these group of supposed, very old people yeah supposed in like employees who just walk around like one time uh i was just drink like after i ate right because like obviously you're not gonna wear your mask while you eat i grabbed it like get my cup to drink and one of the workers is like, hey, can you please put your mask on, please? Yeah. I was about to drink. So I was just like sitting there, just a state of confusion. <laughs> like, like, what do you want me to do? Put my mask on before I drink and then take it off after? Like, I just, I don't know. Yes, some, some take it too far. That's the same way, like, on USC campus, like, in the village. They have, like, they have, the, ever since, like, last month, they have, like, patrols that are, like, mm-hmm. you know, they, mm-hmm. they watch, they, want, they enforce, like, the mask wearing. Dude, I've never seen someone like people so eager to tell people to put oh, on their mask. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, this is like their one, person, their dude, one pinnacle was... opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the sole purpose of this job. Get paid, dude. It's like it's like <laughs> co- it's like cops in small towns. Like they're gonna look to arrest people or pull people over because that's their sole purpose. And they don't get it. Yeah, do like anymore. the, the yeah. neighborhood yeah. watchers, whoever they yeah. are. You know, like yeah. the, the signs you ever saw as like little kids, the neighborhood yeah. watchers. They'll be like looking for their when when a sole purpose is to. Uh, enforce they're going to become hungry yeah. they'll find like the smallest reason to use their authority yeah it's crazy yeah yeah one good example is um this happened like a week ago chase was like we were about to leave and chase didn't have his mask on 
So the point, like, he was about to, like, leave his seat. And, like, the second he left his seat, some lady came out of nowhere saying, hey, can you put your, put your, put your mask on, please? Yeah, like, the second that. he left his seat, like, that one, that one indicator, she was like, he just woke up from her robotic state just to tell him to put his mask on. Constant like, surveillance. Um, it's just so... Obviously, wearing a mask is obviously very important. You know, we're not endorsing anything. Any, yeah, any yeah, no, that's, that's, like, yeah this, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, this is not about the wearing the mask at all, obviously. Like, that's, it's not, no. It, it, it's, it's really important, and it's something, yeah. It's more of, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of funny, too. I, I see it more as funny, like, the attitude that they yeah, 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 yeah. And it's understandable, too, but it's yeah. just funny when I see, like, a girl who's, like, on the other side, and, and this woman's just like booking it, like almost full sprint. Ma'am, ma'am. Yeah, I was just like, man, you have to wear your mask. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times and it drives me crazy. It's these like just arrogant kids, these mainly guys, and this kind old lady will come up and be like, they're sitting at a table, they'll be walking on campus without a mask, and they're like, can you please put your mask on? And they look all annoyed and they'll put their mask on, then as soon as they pass the person, they take their mask off again. Yeah. It's just like, dude, like, you don't have to be a jerk about it. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with the respect to the older people. Like I've been told it uh, like multiple times and I'm not like stupid. What a stupid point in this job. I'm just kind of like, it's just funny how closely they monitor it, but I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I, I hate to like stereotype it too, but like on, like in the, on campus, like the only like biggest cases of that are like the big gatherings are like the frats mm-hmm. and the sorority members. Mm-hmm. Cause they're the only ones that like really don't really obey they're like, like everyone else pretty much wears this yeah, yeah just... you see everyone's like spaced out correctly and then you see like the one like three tables put together of like 20 people yeah like, them are wearing masks and they're in public space yeah on our and... campus spike ball is real big and so it's always like people walk yeah. there's a courtyard and a lot of people uh... keep their mask on and there's like a bunch of shirtless dudes playing spike ball with no masks on it's just like yeah they're just like blatantly showing how much of a jerk they are you know yeah. It's like the it's like the dudes that uh, Gabe was talking about, just like super arrogant and full of themselves and stuff, you know. Yeah, I was also gonna ask you, Luke, because we were we were talking about fashion earlier, like college mm-hmm. fashion. Like, I, I hate to brag on it too, but like, I feel like sorority and fraternity fashion is like pretty ass too. <laughs> Terrible. Well, that's what I'm talking. Those, those are the those, those are the people that just because they're rich doesn't that doesn't mean they can dress well, like with the Gucci slides, yeah. or they'll be wearing like a. I don't know, like a Louis Vuitton something or whatever. Yeah, like a, a Givenchy tank top. It's like cool that tank top is one hundred and eighty dollars, but you look like ass in it, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Lulu, well, the Lululemon stuff's crazy. Like sororities and fraternities, they most of the people in those just dress terribly because those, like the whole idea of sororities and fraternities are just based on like, stay uh, fitting in with other people. Like just like kind yeah, of being conformity. This, like all sorority girls, a majority of sorority girls look very alike racially and and stuff like that same personalities and the same with guys and so none of them are going to be like man i'm gonna i'm gonna throw on this crazy fit and experiment and try different things they're gonna say because sororities kind of brad sororities and fraternities kind of like brainwash you to think that the approval of your bigs is all that matters in order to like do well and so yeah. you're not gonna it's just that hive, hive mentality i guess Everyone yeah, you're you're gonna see you're gonna see your big wearing a Lululemon skirt, and you're gonna be like, okay, I need to get one of those because then maybe I'll get her approval and I won't stand out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. you're totally. I, I think it's universal. Like the sorority and fraternity culture is so like toxic and so like high mentality that there's no there's no room to breathe. There's no um, there's no space for people in fraternities and sororities to be themselves. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. It's just like a party drinking conformity culture. And some people like that and need that. And you can't, I can't like diss on people who are in it. Like if that's how people like to be, then that's how they like to be. Just kind of like follow other people and fit in with other people. But I think that to a certain extent, you got to be their own person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Are any of you guys rushing a, a fraternity or like yeah. already in one? No, I think, da- I think Daniel started one actually. He's actually a huge Daniel, you, started, you started a fraternity? Yeah. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I'm on the way this. What is it called? It's called, uh, I don't know. It's called, uh, <laughs> there, there, there is one. It's um, Gamma Alpha Epsilon. It's like gay. It's for LGBTQ members. That's pretty cool, but no, I didn't pledge. Yeah. I don't think y'all all seem too cool. Dude, to I would pledge. Have, I would have always like. I don't know if I would join Greek life just because of like how many stories I've heard of, um, like how dangerous the hazing is, like when Dude, you're initiated. God. Like, have you? I've like, at least in the last couple of years, like there's so many articles of like people dying because like, it just happened like a couple weeks ago like in arizona yeah. or somewhere yeah yeah, 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 like, yeah. Had, like 40 shots mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. and, and they yeah. made him drink like, like bleach and stuff yeah. it's crazy. crazy jeez i've got this wild i was talking to this girl yesterday and like for a while baylor's been pretty tame like there hasn't been anything too crazy but i was talking to this girl and she was like um she's a she's friends with a bunch of guys who are pledging and she's like yeah one of the one of the pledges called the pledge master a pussy. And so the pledge master made all these other guys throw up and that dude had to eat their throw up. He made him eat their vomit, bro. I was like, what? Oh my gosh. Like you're doing that just to be friends with some dudes. Like, I don't get it, bro. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. That too is like, yeah. like at the end of the, the question day, is like, worth it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's one, it's, I mean, obviously yeah, it's bad, at the like, end of the day, they're doing that, but yeah. it's also, if you're, if you're the person in that position, like at what point do you like not make, or make the realization like if it's worth doing. Yeah, where do you draw the line? I feel like these yeah. these pledges have no boundary. They'll do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're doing all of this for True. what? Like it's a super toxic culture because like to make a couple friends and a decent yeah. con- decent yeah. networking connection. A lot like of terrible a terrible fashion. Like yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it's clout, <laughs> and a lot of it is like their their dad was in it or whatever. You know what I mean? And so they just have this like overwhelming desire to not stand out and to just like. You, they kind of get brain, they kind of get brainwashed to think that like they have to do what their pledge masters say because that's the person you need to please. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna have any friends if you're not if you don't if you don't respect your pledge master. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'd just be yeah. crazy. It's super toxic, and I I I think the only reason that they still exist is because alumni who are in the fraternities are like if they'd ever got rid of them, super, they'd definitely stop yeah. funding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a money issue, and so it's crazy. That culture is so like dangerous. Yeah, that's why I, I never got. I never like because of that. Like, I never saw like Greek life as something that will like, disappear. At least for like, I mean, I guess if it's gonna dis- if it's gonna get disbanded anytime soon, it would be like in today's climate. But that's yeah. I just never saw like the end to Greek life as something mm-hmm. realistic. It's ingrained like, in our culture. Yeah, True. just because how much it's tied to like also like funding to universities. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this person, a person who is an alumni of a fraternity pledges one point five million dollars. Yeah, so they're not, they're not like, gonna get. How are you gonna cancel that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy, and because like the majority of people are okay with that kind of stuff. Like, I, yeah. like I feel like we're definitely in the minority when it comes to fraternities. The opinion on fraternities, like if you talk to anybody who's in college, they'd be like, if they're in a fraternity, they're like, I've met my best friends there. Like these, those guys are my brothers. I love them so much. 
or you talk okay. to people who are like, yeah, they, they threw the best parties and stuff or, so it's yeah. just a culture, you know what I mean? And the, yeah. to most, to most people, the bad, the good outweighs the bad. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Do you, do you have anything you want to plug Luke? I feel like you, yeah, you I think now is the time where we yeah, read our sponsors. Yeah, yeah, all of your canceled sponsors. Read off, read off the, read off the script <laughs> they gave you to read. Dude, it's crazy. Like who I was at the beginning of this podcast and who I am now is a totally different person. Dude. <laughs> That's we, what we the just, podcast does. Dude. We now just went on a sponsor. Uh, uh, <laughs> I I quit my sponsorship of Goya Beans and Weinstein Company. I'm done with them. And Papa John. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Burger King. No, you guys. Are Myers, just, Myers Leonard. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, Aunt Jemima syrup. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's terrible. No, you guys just changed my life. I'm just forever thankful to the first podcast. Um, Aww. hit me up for vintage clothes if y'all ever want to buy some clothes. Death Roll Threads on uh, Instagram. I haven't posted in like six months, but still on there. So hit my line. He's making yeah. a comeback, a big comeback. That's yep. why he's joining the podcast. So this that's the only reason I'm on here. Mm-hmm. Everything I've said before this is a lie. So I'm just on here so I could say that. It's <laughs> for one big plug. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of the first podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>